What are your favorite Minnesota podcasts saying about the Minnesota Wild this week? We find out today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we present part one of episode seven of the Minnesota Sports Podcast Collaboration Show, featuring such Minnesota podcasts as Locked On Wild, the Soda Pod, the Minnesota Sports Chat, Judd's Buds, MNCAA, and Brave the Wild. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota sports teams. And now here at the helm of Lockdown Wild with my full attention devoted to the Minnesota Wild. Happy to be with you on a bonus Friday episode of the show. And a big thank you, as always, with these uh, collaboration episodes of the podcast Huge thank you to Isha Jerome and State of Hoppy of the Soda Pod for putting this collaboration podcast together. Always fun to hear from some of the other Minnesota sports pods out there. And so without further ado, let's hop into episode seven of the Minnesota sports podcast collaboration show. I'll turn it over to State of Hoppy and Isha Jerome of the Soda Pod. Welcome, everybody, to the Minnesota Sports Collaboration Podcast Show, where we highlight all of our Minnesota content creator shows and friends here on the program. Poppy, how's it going? It's going great, man. Excited to come together with all of our friends. You've heard them on our show, or if you're listening on their show, maybe you've heard us jump in with them. But uh, every week, we're going to have little teasers and snippets from everybody's shows in one spot on all of our feeds so that you can get a little taste. And hey, if you haven't listened to one, go check them out. Throw everyone a quick little subscribe and let's make everyone happy. Now, Isha, what's the first one we have here for this week? We're going to throw to Locked on Wild. Our boy Seth Topol drops daily Minnesota Wild content with a wide range of guests. Here's a quick clip of some of his recent content. Tyson Jost enters the fray for this Minnesota Wild team, and he found himself in a very similar situation to the one that Nico Sturm just left. Now, in the case of Jost, you look at the Colorado Avalanche's roster. Obviously, they have two of the uh, best lines in hockey as their top six, and so playing time beyond that is a little bit hard to come by. And so Jost comes in. His average time of ice is uh, 12 minutes and 49 seconds coming into the season. And so obviously that at this point sets him up to do something similar to what he was doing 
with the Avalanche. But if we look at um, if we look at how things have gone for him over uh, his last few stints, the month of March, averaging right around nine minutes forty eight seconds of ice time, um, and Beyond that, he was right around 12 or 13 minutes. Started the season off way more than that uh, with uh, right around 17 minutes of ice time in October, 15 minutes in November, and then it just started to kind of go downhill from there. And this is a perfect opportunity, despite the numbers being a little down, to take a chance on a guy who is still... 24 years old and has been in the league for five seasons already. And uh, yes, he has been a a double-digit goal scorer uh, throughout his career. You look at his uh, face-off numbers, they're not particularly good. I mean, he's a 39% face-off winner this season, which is not great, but... From what is being reported about this trade, somebody in the scouting department sees something that can be unlocked in Jost to where this was the preferred outcome instead of just letting Nico Sturm walk in free agency. Now, some of the things that he will be able to help out with, uh, first and foremost, is... The penalty kill, and I know Sturm was a penalty killer uh, with the Wild as well. So maybe it's it's more of a lateral move right now, um, and and maybe Sturm was you know Sturm was better certainly in the faceoff circle uh, than Jost appears to be. But at the end of the day, this is a move by Bill Guerin that is hinging entirely on a bounce-back performance from Jost in a different situation than he was at with the Avalanche. I have no problem with giving the guy the opportunity here the rest of the year to see what he can contribute because I think it's pretty evident right now that the Wild have started to kind of realize, are we a good team? Yes. Are we a Stanley Cup contender? No. There is quite a gap between the Wilds and the Avalanche, Calgary Flames, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Boston Bruins, the Florida Panthers, on and on and on. There are several teams that are more in the Stanley Cup contender category than the Minnesota Wild are. And so... Not only will this team be looking to see who is going to be part of this roster next year, uh, they may not be done in that sense before the uh, the trade deadline. So I have no problem putting Jost on the fourth line, I think is the logical spot for him right now. Uh, But let's look at the facts too that beyond Jewel Erickson-Eck, and maybe Freddie Goudreau, the center position on this team is far from set, even going into next season. So if Jost were to come in and 
start to win faceoffs and have a similar effect on this team that Freddie Goudreau has. He could play himself into one of those center spots for next season. Because if we've seen one thing with this wild team so far this year, is that, yes, Ryan Hartman has put up career-high numbers. He also has started to kind of come back down to earth. And so is he a center going forward? Is he more of a wing like he had been playing uh, before being put into the center position? That's a question that's going to need to be answered. And so let's say you pull Hartman out of that center rotation. Now you got Jules Erickson Eck and Freddie Goudreau. Marco Rossi will take one of those spots next year, but you're still going to need another center uh, to uh, be in the middle of one of those lines. So Jost, you know, it's it. Will he end up being a player that can give you meaningful minutes and can do more than Nico Sturm was doing over the last few weeks? That's the hope. If he doesn't end up doing that, it's it's not a huge cost. The big thing that you are uh, gambling with is salary cap space. But he's only on the books through next year as well. And so it's not a huge roll of the dice for Bill Guerin. He is gambling on upside for a guy who was a first-round pick a few years ago, back in 2016. So he's gambling on a bounce back in a different situation, a team that can look at his skill set with a fresh set of eyes. Again, if you like what you heard, you can follow all of Seth's great content by searching Locked On Wild wherever you get your podcasts or checking him out on social at Locked On Wild. It is the month of March, which means that spring is right around the corner. And if you continue to try to eat better, and to look better, Built Bar is here to help. If you're trying to get a little bit more out of your Built Bar rotation, Built Bar Puffs are here, and if you haven't tried them, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. As with other Built Bars, Puffs contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 net carbs, as well as 17 grams of protein. Compare that to your normal candy bar, which has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. You can get in on the Built Bar mania right now by heading to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Next, we have yours truly, the Soda Pod. Uh, We'll tease our other contributors later, but Hoppy and I talk everything Minnesota Wild beer and hockey. Here's a teaser from our most recent episode. Today, like an hour ago as we record, Josh Manson to the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, Isha, why did they do this? I don't know. That was a weird one. Now, TSN and I'd be, I, I don't look at Sportsnet much, but even Sportsnet.com, they had him five and four respectfully at the top of their trade bait list. And I was even surprised to, to see that. Like, is 
is is this really like the the cream of the crop up there? Like, is is there really not a lot of you know really talented players that are set to be moved? And I and I think that's that that's the answer. There's not a lot of high you know valued defensemen, really good defensemen out there right now. And I guess he's I guess the team sees something we don't all because I am I, I look I don't want to shit on Josh Manson, but he's not like. <laughs> He's nothing special, in my opinion. I never would have thought that there'd be this much interest in him, um, you know, especially from a team like that. Uh, that that last caveat is why I agree with you. I'm not shocked that there's interest. I do think that he's a good defenseman if the the right opportunities out there and the right fit in a blue line. I just don't see why the Colorado Avalanche saw this as a need that they had to fill. Um, well, but, any of the yeah. contenders, quote unquote, right now, I, I don't see them needing a player like Josh Manson's services now. And that that that's why, like, is it really like a quote unquote deadline deal? Sure, it might happen because trades happen on the deadline and it is the deadline. So if 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 a team does if Anaheim doesn't want to wait till the summer and they didn't hear, then sure, deal him. But it, it's not one of those that's like really you're given a contender reinforcements, you know, fine player, sure. But again, to the Avs, to a to a to a Vegas, if that uh, it's not going to happen, but you know what I mean, or a top team yeah. like that, it just seems odd because most of the top teams right now have their their defense, barring like a, a really good deal to bring in someone who's going to like you know put you over the line, which we've seen which we've seen in years past as well. I don't see, yeah, I don't see why an Avs would want to acquire his services. Maybe just for I don't know extra. Extra reinforcements on the back end was it? Was it last year that they faced some injuries on the on the back end and they were thin there? I I don't know, um, but that's my only that's my only reasoning, kind of spitballing on the fly. Yeah, fair enough. And I mean, it's it's a team that's already really good. I just thought if they were going to spend the assets to go out and get something that that wasn't necessarily where they'd go. I I saw them trading something similar for you know like a Sharat maybe, but. Anyway, that's that's who I thought was going to be the first one to go, because usually you see the one that's like league wide and even that the media is, you know, pampering up that's projected is going to be or projecting to be the one that's going to be traded. There's always that like top one, top defenseman on all the lists, top, you know, forward or whatever position. And I was, yeah, I was surprised to see Manson move before Chirac, because usually you see the bigger name. Now, again, the defense is it's a little dry this yeah. year, but you see the bigger name get moved first, and then the dominoes drop because the other team is like, oh, shoot, we lost out on the big name. Got to go after, you know, lesser, 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 lesser. And then there's Jim Benning, Vancouver Canucks, who goes after all the rest. And Well, and I, I wonder how much the Arizona Coyotes are going to fuck everything up this year because now we've got two to four weeks. Jacob Chikrin's out. So our team's gonna like hold and try and figure out if it makes sense to bring him in. Is he now a summer deal? Like that's a good it, point. It's gonna be I an interesting like domino fall. Like yeah. when does that start? I still think he I still think he could be a deadline deal because I think teams who have already who already have interest have probably been in on him for a while and like trade talks have been probably ongoing. You know what I mean? Or like in spurts, Hey, any update here, you know, but th- GMs that's, that's, are going to fight that Isha. They're going to say, Oh, I, I shouldn't have to pay quite as much. Cause who knows what he's going to be like when he comes back and they're going to be like, sure. fuck all of you. We'll wait till this summer. Well, yes. And then maybe someone says, okay, never mind. Uh, you know, maybe, like, maybe fair. It's a, it's a big poker game, right? Yep. Now, one of the biggest moves that uh, wasn't a trade at all, uh, Joe Pavelski signs a one-year extension with the Dallas Stars, pretty much solidifying that he's not getting traded, and they are very much 
in it now to make yep. the playoffs, which means you can probably say goodbye to trading Klingberg uh, even more so in the wake of the Haskinen injury. So Dallas Stars very much in it, not going to be the big sellers that some thought they could potentially be. And that leads us, you know, that's really all that's happened thus far in the trade landscape. Isha, where are the wild at today on the eve following uh, dismantling for uh, honoring Miko Koivu? It was just not a good game, period. No, but I saw him and some of the alumni, Carter, Rupps, you know, uh, Backstrom, they all, uh, well, you know, West Walls, our friend here on the Soda Pod, uh, they all, they all went, went after it after. So I think that, I know they're not the ones playing, but they all were, you know, part of the broadcast, part of the wild in some, some way, shape or form. Right. And they, I think they all quickly forgot that, you know, about the, the on ice game there uh, after the ceremony, but where the wild are at now, it's a great question. And obviously we want to hear from all of our listeners and supporters as well, be it on social media, um, get in on the conversation with us because this is, this is an interesting one. We have a whole week uh, bar, you know, some other domino moves to to talk about this and discuss it. But I think that the Wild are in a unique spot right now in that, like, they shouldn't feel pressured to go for it. If you didn't hate what you just listened to, you can find all of our content at The Soda Pod on social, that being Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, or by searching The Soda Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Who's up next? Minnesota Sports Chat. Those new to Ross or Minnesota Sports Chat, you get anything from a unique spin on Minnesota sports to the wrecks of a frozen pizza connoisseur. So I have yep. a theory here, and I'm fully willing to admit that this is a stupid theory, but just, just follow me here. Sure. The Gopher Hockey team will host Michigan for the uh, Big Ten Tournament Championship this upcoming Saturday. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bob has now won nine in a row after the last time I talked to you. I think I said this program's in no better shape today than when Don yep. Lucia left. And now they're in the mix to be the number one overall seed. So you're welcome, Pride on Ice Faithful, for spurring that on. But here, here's my theory, Judd. I think the Gophers need to lose to Michigan. What are the odds a team is going to win 14 games in a row to win the national championship? I'd rather lose to Michigan than to lose any of the four games that it might take to win the national championship. Is that a dumb take? I just genuinely believe they're not going to win 14 in a row. And the only wow. the only chance no. the only wow. the only chance to lose a game, Judd, that's not going to cost you your season is against Michigan this upcoming Saturday. Do you, I, if I told you the Gopher hockey team would win 14 games in a row to win the national championship, would you believe that? Or am I in essence killing a story by saying I want them to lose? So I think a lot of fans would balk and, and say that, that you're full of crap and crazy. I would agree. Like, yes, I, I, in sports and especially hockey, I know exactly what you're saying. And plus a loss in this game, which, which, you know, wouldn't come close to costing them a place in the tournament would probably be a good sort of slap in some ways. Yeah. I So I totally get, so I think it's good reset. Pride on, I think pride on ice would say your nuts bleep off. I totally get it. And I do think in sports, and again, I'll say it, especially hockey, it doesn't hurt sometimes to get that sort of just push of, Oh, we're not as good as, as we thought but let me close by saying this wherever 
you are. Good night, Jack LaFontaine, man. Because <laughs> you did, you, let's cut to the chase. Let's cut through the BS. Division One sports are basically professional sports. Jack LaFontaine did the Minnesota Golden Gophers the biggest favor possible. Because I can guarantee you this team would not have gotten this hot and played this well if Jack LaFontaine hadn't abandoned them. No, he, br- I feel he bad brought them together. He brought them together. Yeah, I feel bad for Jack, too. That, and he wasn't playing that great. He wasn't bad. But I'm going to tell you right now, I, I had people that watch this team a lot more than me say, he's not really playing that well. Jack LaFontaine, this is one of the, and it sounds mean, but I don't care. This is one of the biggest like pushes to be, to do what you said to galvanize a good good team. How many Roscoe? How many dead ass games did this team play? Oh, like really just dead. Way too and it's many. Like, and and it was like what is? I mean, they played some just stinkers. And you watched them, and you're like, this team is far too good to play a stinker. And Jack left them, and what happened? It took him a few games, and after that, bang, it all started to click. So, Jack LaFontaine, you are a hero. Well, I'm looking forward to hopefully a nice run. I would love to see this team back at the Frozen Four. Coach Bob Motzko's had issues in the NCAA tournament. We're all aware of that. But last year, they did at least make it to the the round of eight. Time will tell if my theory is true or if it's stupid, Judd. I'm just going to enjoy it for however long it lasts. I just think there's something to be said for, as you said, Judd, getting a bit of that wake-up call and also pressure mounts. I guess from when they finish on Saturday to when they would play again, it's really only five or six days, but you're going to hear about hottest team in the country, won 10 games in a row. Roscoe, you are talking to the guy who years ago said the worst thing in the National Hockey League to win, the President's Trophy. We we had the most points. Bleep you. You're overconfident. (laughs) You're set up for a fall. I always said this. I I never want to be the team that gets done and says, we had the most points. You can find this beauty on social at Brendel Ross. That's B-R-E-N-D-E-L Ross. And his podcast by searching Minnesota Sports Chat on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It is that time of year once again. The NCAA tournament is here and March Madness is officially underway. For all the latest odds, contest, and player props, as well as help making your bracket perfect, betonline.net is the number one source for all of your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts and news this season and it's not just basketball bet online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information needs including live betting and your favorite vegas casino games so head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action you can find it all at bet online where the game starts who's up judd's buds mutant spitter Sicko, Z, we don't care what you call him. To us, Spokes Z just means elite prospect coverage. Here's a preview of the brilliant ramblings you can hear on Judd's Buds. You know, I like the kid. I'm a believer. Uh, we'll see if there's NHL upside in his future. It's definitely not next year, the year after, or even the year after that. He's got to put some more years in an Iowa in the AHL um, and try to work his way up. Um, but, you know, there's a reason they took him where they did the draft. So, 
hopefully people aren't getting on him too hard. Hopefully he's not getting on himself too hard uh, because there are a lot of nights where he does make a lot of good saves and then, you know, defense optional and they decide to not cover anyone in the slot or just give up odd man breakaways constantly. And my dog's here to ruin the show again. He just opened the door, walked out, standing. He's waiting for the invitation. I'm not going to give it to him. He might be back. I don't know. You have five seconds. Oh my god, he came in right at five. Come on up. You're on the show. Yeah. Let him. Good. Going. Add a boy. You get torn ACL, ruptured ACL, warrior. Thirteen years old. Old bag. What's up, dude? Sit down. Take a load off, guy. It's your house. Hey, oh my god. He's leaving. Really? Maybe he's not leaving. Take a spot. This is unbelievable. This is one of his worst ones. Of course. He'll be back in a minute. Where were we? He's going to come back in any second. Um, Anyways. So, I mean, that's Iowa. It really is just who they are in a nutshell. Um you know, some nights they look great. They look exhausted. That's the other thing. They do look – it's such a weird schedule. Um, it's not like the NHL where you're just getting intermittent games throughout the week. It's uh, This season for Iowa, it's been a lot of three nights, four nights off, and then they got games in three out of four nights. Um, you know, we talked about it last week that they had one stretch where they had five games in seven days. Um, you know, and that's where, you know, having a lot of guys going in and out of the lineup helps and hurts probably. Um, so it's really hard to get into any kind of groove when you got different lines going every night. But, um, I think they're under 500 now at this point, uh, they'll be a playoff team. Um, but I'll, you know, and I'm curious to see what that lineup does look like, uh, come game one of the playoffs. Uh, cause again, another guy that I've really liked is Nolan Stevens. I think he's been excellent since he's returned from injury too. He looks faster. There he is. Jesus Christ. He heard someone eating. I mean, he can't keep doing this. This is crazy. He'll be back in five seconds again. There's just no way. He can't not do it. Maybe if I just stop talking about Iowa. Here he comes. I can hear him. I'm kind of getting angry. Not really. I'm just going to start talking and I'm not going to close the door until we're done talking about Iowa, even if he pops in um, anyways, but I've liked Nolan Stevens. I'm curious to see what the lineup looks like game one of the playoffs. Um, you know, and I wonder if it's like, you know, a lot of NHL teams, they might not have like a set line, but they have two guys on a line that work really well together. Um, and I'm curious to see if they kind of find that. I think they found that in Rossi and Chafee. I kind of think they have something going with Beckman and Stevens. Uh, Giroux's had a look in that top six. And I think he's looked okay. Jesus Christ, he's back again. Um, 
So we'll see what the we'll see what that lineup looks like. But I think right now it's just the defense is killing them. Um, the inability to move the puck up the ice is killing them. Um, you know, so it's kind of a similar story to the to Minnesota. So um, that's Iowa. They got to fix it. He's back and he's on the couch again. So I will close the door. And let's just move on to the roundup. After I close the door, fuck me. I'll be honest, you're kind of being selfish here. It's fine because it's your house, but you're you're kind of being you're kind of being a douche. But I do respect it. Your house, your rules. Basically, your podcast. Let's pay. Let's just pay the bills while we're here. Let's talk about DraftKings. The beautiful DraftKings. Just what a sponsor. So let's talk about it. The NHL season been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. My God. As the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big two. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, number one, figure it out. You still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Do it right now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 plus restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um, Last week, I just read the entire disclaimer or whatever. Uh, what I was supposed to just put in the notes. Number one, wasn't my fault. Isha told me to do it. And then I started reading every fucking state's rules on gambling. And I was going to stop, but then I just thought it was hilarious and I kept going. But I'm not going to do that this time, or I didn't this time, um, because that was psychotic. But also, I'll be honest, it was very funny, in my humble opinion. Dudes fucking rock. If you want more, you can find him every Tuesday and sometimes uh, we, we don't really know with him. He's kind of a wild card, maybe even Thursdays on the soda pod feed. So same podcast feed as before. But if you want to follow him specifically and for some reason you haven't already, you can check him out on Twitter at Spoked Z. That is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, a big thank you to Isha Jerome and State of Hoppy of the Soda Pod for putting this collaboration podcast together each and every week. Make sure, if you haven't already, to follow all of the shows associated with this uh, collaboration podcast as uh, definitely some great shows throughout the state of Minnesota that uh, are worth a listen. Also, make sure that you check out the Locked on Wild feed. Uh, Follow us on wherever you listen to podcasts, if you haven't already. Make sure to check us out on Twitter to get in on March Madness with the Locked On Madness Tournament uh, currently underway now with voting, so make sure to check it out and cast your vote for your favorite Minnesota Wild player. And stay up to date with all things Minnesota Wild and trade deadline news as we gear up for Monday's trade deadline. If a puck drops, if big news breaks, or a trade happens anywhere in the state of hockey, 
Locked On Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.